You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters, in the Gospel, we are told that disciples were troubled and they were sad. They were troubled because Jesus had prophesied that one of them would betray him and that Peter wouldn't deny him three times. And they were sad because Jesus told them he was going to depart from them. So we can imagine the anxiety, the sorrow and the grief that overwhelmed them. And this is true, my dear brothers and sisters, every departure is always painful. And especially when it concerns our loved ones. That is why many cannot overcome their grief. Those who are in bereavement very often struggle to continue with their life. They continue to yearn for the presence of their loved ones who have returned to the Lord. And so for these people, letting go is extremely difficult. Of course, for those who have failed, even if their loved ones were to depart from them and return to the Lord, at least they find some consolation. Those without faith will have greater sorrow, especially when someone dies in a tragic manner. Without faith, it's the end of everything. And also when death happens because of accidents, it is very difficult to accept. But thank God for those who have faith, we find consolation that death is not the end of everything. It is just a temporary separation. In fact, this was how the president of Indonesia consoled the bereaved members of the crew that died in the submarine. He said to them, I hope the souls will be at rest and in heaven. These words that are said to people who are grieving means a lot to them. To know that they have not lost their loved ones forever. And that was how Jesus also consoled his disciples. He said to them, Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house and I'm going now to prepare a place for you. This is such a great consolation for the disciples to know that 
when the Lord departs from them, He is waiting for them. And that life has a definite future. That death is not the end of everything. When we have that kind of hope, then life makes sense on earth, even suffering. And we can accept death not as the end of everything, but as a transition to fullness of life. And even though we mourn and grieve for our departed loved ones, we also grieve with hope and joy for them, knowing that they are in heaven waiting for us to rejoin them. But Jesus did not only promise the disciples that there are many rooms in the Father's house and that we'll be there only at the end of time. Jesus also promised the disciples that he will come back to be with them in a new way. What is this new way? What is this heaven that Jesus would bring to them? Very often we think of going to heaven. That is true, perhaps on the last day of our life on earth. But actually heaven is already brought to rest. Whenever anyone who is in union with Jesus is in heaven. Heaven is where God makes his home in us. Heaven is when we are one with Jesus, sharing in his joy, in his love, and in his life. So already on this earth, anyone who shares the life of Christ, even when the person is suffering, just like St. Paul and the apostles and all the saints and martyrs, they already had the forties of heaven. So we do not have to wait until we die in order to know what is heaven. Heaven is ready in us. That is why Jesus said there are many rooms in my Father's house. What are these rooms? The rooms, we are the room. Jesus is asking us, will we make room for him in our hearts? When we allow Jesus to come and dwell in our hearts, Jesus brings heaven to rest. But that is not all. When Jesus said he will come again in a new way, how does this happen? Of course, in the Holy Spirit. He will come to bring us with him when he sent us the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes down upon us and when Jesus makes his home in us with his Father, then already we have this foretaste. And so the way to make our hearts a home for Jesus and his Father is through the sacrament. The Eucharist is the means by which we allow Jesus to abide in us and we abide in him when we eat his body and drink his blood. The sacrament of reconciliation when we are healed, just like the sacrament of the sick. So through the sacraments, 
which is the work of the Holy Spirit, we come to possess heaven in an anticipatory manner. But most of all, the way to heaven has already been shown to us by Jesus. It is not true. That is why St. Thomas was ignorant. He said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus makes it clear, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the way. To come to Jesus is already to be walking the way of truth and life. There is no other way. And that is why Jesus said, no one can come to the Father except through me. When we know who Jesus is, then we know who the Father is. Because in Jesus, we know the love and mercy of God in person. In Jesus, we know what is truth. In Jesus, we find fullness of life. That is why for us Christians, our faith in Jesus as our Savior and the Savior of the world cannot be compromised. This might sound triumphalistic to people of other faiths for us to claim that Jesus is the unique Savior of the world. But that is what Jesus himself has revealed to rest by his death and resurrection. That is why he's a cornerstone. As St. Peter said, there is no other name under this earth, on this earth, that one could be saved. And so, it does not mean, however, to say that those who do not know Jesus explicitly cannot be saved. We are not saying, therefore, only Christians will be saved. In fact, there are many people, as the constitution of the church, number 16 tells us, they will come to know God through their conscience. To follow your conscience is to participate in the truth. And Jesus is the truth. And so indirectly, following their conscience in doing what is right, what is good, they too, the church teachers, could also find salvation. And there are many good people on this earth. For reasons that they do not know Jesus. As today, St. Paul said, ignorance. So ignorance does not prevent a person from being saved. Just like the leaders of the day of, during the days of Jesus when they put him to death. Ignorance. And that is why also the church recognizes this. That those of other religions, they have rays of truth. And that is why, as Christians, even though as we profess our faith in Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life, we are called to recognize those rays of truth in other religions to give them due respect and reverence. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, today we continue to deepen our faith in Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life so that we will never be lost, but most of all, already in this life, we have a foretaste of the life that is to come. And 
For this reason, a Christian always lives in a certain hope. Not even death can shaken his faith in God. Not even death can stop him from living the fullness of life. Because ultimately, for us as St. Paul says, to live is to be in Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.